Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey everyone, welcome to Holistic Hearts. I'm Kristen Chadwick, and I wanted to introduce you as we head into the month of May. We all know that it is Mother's Day in the month of May, and I wanted to do a whole month dedicated to loving on women and mothers out there, so it is going to be a real treat. It is about to get amped up in here. (laughs) So whether you're a mom of little ones around you or you're waiting for the day to hold one of your own or you've already earned the badge of honor of toddlerhood and now you're creeping into the season of navigating tough questions or maybe you've even started letting go of the rope, this month is dedicated to the women who've also let go of that rope and watched their children leave the nest and begin their new lives This month is dedicated to the women who take others under their wing to nurture, to speak life, encourage others. This month is for you. I will be featuring many different women this month, amazing women, all whom I think are doing inspiring work and have a heart to encourage other women to live fully into their kingdom identity, to live mind, body, spirit, all connected holistically. We will continue to, as you know, we've been talking about pursuing connection and it will all be from a place of womanhood specifically. And we will talk about all those relationships which are near and dear to our hearts, our connections to our children, our intimacy in our marriage, our connection to ourselves and our connection to the way we love God and serve out of an overflow. Also, I wanted to be sure if you are listening to this before May 3rd, mark your calendars, May 3rd through the 7th, y'all, I wanted to gift my audience, my followers on Instagram and Facebook, my course, Reengage Your Heart. This is a course about reconnecting your heart when you feel disconnected. And it is birthed out of my own story of really continually, even now, reminding myself how to reconnect back into my heart. So May 3rd through the 7th, every day I'm going to share a part of this course live on my Facebook group, which I'll post a link below, and it will also be on the podcast as a whole course. So be sure to listen. It's a real honor to share this with you and gift it to you. And I would love if you know somebody who needs encouragement, who is feeling disconnected or numb, um, would you share the podcast? My heart is for the women in the church to feel heard, seen, and known, and to empower them that they can step back in. And he is right there all the time waiting for us to reconnect. So not only did I want to share this course as a gift, But we also are going to have some sweet giveaways in the works as well. A few books, some coaching packages given away. It's going to be delightful. And what a gift to serve you even more in this month of May. And love on you because women, you are rock stars. And 
man, God knew what he was doing when he made you. You are uniquely made, every single one of you. So again, stay tuned. Love you guys and enjoy the month of May. Okay, everyone, let's get May kicked off with a bang. We are going to start with my good friend, Lauren Apple. She is one of those people that is always eager to encourage, inspire others to live in their God-sized dreams, whether that's through her coaching, her leadership in the social media world, or through her podcast, Ministry and Motherhood. She encourages those with deep, deep dreams and those desires that are within us. And she helps them actually come to life and bloom. And she desires for you to have a kingdom impact, not only in your home, but also outside of it and how to balance that well. And she loves, she's one of the biggest cheerleaders for taking your big vision and creating an action plan to help step into those dreams. And you guys, she's personally helped me to gain clarity in my own business impact and to stay focused on my own kingdom values, whether that's in my business or in my home. So I'm so excited to share our conversation today with you. All right. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to Holistic Hearts. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Um, I shared a little bit in the intro of how you helped coach me. And I love that you are coming on the show today to just share with my audience what you do. And um, yeah, I would love for you to just go for it, share who you are, share your family, share what your business is and your ministry. Awesome. Um, Well, I am a mama of four. I have 10 year old is my oldest. My youngest will be two in a couple months here and three boys, one girl It is a crazy fun household. Um, I'm married, been married for over 12 years. We live in South Carolina. My husband and I actually were in vocational ministry as pastors for over a decade together. We went to Bible college together. That's where we met, uh, got married, went straight into ministry together and did that for over a decade. And then the Lord kind of gradually took us on this journey outside of vocational ministry and really is what kind of led me to my current ministry and business today. And that is just this whole desire to help moms, Christian moms step into their ministry impact in their businesses, in their homes, outside their homes, in the ministry passions that God has given them. And so really uh, ministry motherhood is the name of my business and ministry. And it is all about uh, Christian moms just going after their God dreams, stepping into the leadership that God has called them to be in their homes as moms and wives, but also in their communities, in their businesses, uh, in the marketplace, and whatever other ministries God has placed in their heart. I know when we talked the very first time, you and Joshua, we got together and we talked and you have so many different like <laughs> ministry paths and hearts that are a part of all that God's doing in your life. And that is really what it's all about is going after all of it, recognizing that, you know, if God has given us those passions and those dreams and even those gifts inside of us that we don't have to say, oh, well, I, it's my season just to be a mom right now. Yeah. We could really go after our business and after our ministry and making that kingdom impact in our homes and outside our homes. And so that's kind of what it's all about. 
Um, I love to encourage women and chat with women. I love to have a crazy household full of boys that destroy everything. (laughs) And you know, all what that's like, right? (laughs) We got all that crazy energy. I love how God created them. But I also just love to be funny and silly and uh, have fun with life because that's why God put us here, right? Is to to live out his purposes, but not be miserable doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it just makes it more of an adventure for sure, especially with those three boys and then one girl. Thank goodness for those girls. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) They help help balance it out a little bit. Uh, Well, I would love to hear what do you think have been the most pivotal points in motherhood and leading into your ministry and business? What do you think kind of shifted things for you? Yeah, that is a great question. I mean, there's so many. I think any mom who's listening right now knows that uh, being a mom, there's just no way to describe it, right? And you're never ready and you're never aware of all the lessons that God is going to teach you through that. But I think one of the biggest pivotal moments as a mom specifically for me was when God made me recognize like my own need for um, my kids to be dependent on me. And he gave me kind of this aha moment to recognize, hey, Lauren, your responsibility as mom is not that your kids come to you and need you, but it's to point them to me. And so when they're hurt or they're afraid or they're struggling, it's not about, oh, well, mom will take care of you. Come here, (laughs) you know, and that feels great. We want that, right? We Mm -hmm. want our kids to love us and want to be near us and tell us about everything. But in reality, I have to recognize, okay, well, really it's God who's with you, right? And God's going to carry you. And he's going to bring you through because one day they aren't going to be under our umbrella, right? They're not going to be in our home. They're going to go through tough things and they're going to have to recognize that regardless of who's around them or the support system they have, they have God to lean on. Um, So that was a big pivotal moment for me as a mom. But then when it came to recognizing, you know, this whole thing of ministry and motherhood, you know, when I was in full-time ministry as a pastor, I always felt this, and I know we've shared this too, is, is this guilt, right? This mm-hmm. guilt of not leaving enough at home, mm-hmm. but also this guilt of not pouring enough into the ministry and feeling like I could do more there and I could do more at home. And so I tried it all. You know, I tried to put my kids in childcare and focus in on the ministry. And I tried to be a stay-at-home mom and leave the ministry kind of behind. And it just never was satisfying or mm-hmm. fulfilling. It never felt like I was doing what God had called me to do. Mm-hmm. And yes, I loved being able to treasure moments with my kids at home. I loved being able to be involved in ministry. And God definitely did amazing things through those opportunities and those seasons that I had in my life. But recognizing that, hey, it is pivotal for me as a mom, if God has put a calling in my life to have a ministry impact outside of my home to fulfill that calling while still being the mom he's called me to be. And so recognizing that um, the way someone else says it isn't the way God's called me to do it. And I think that's what's so difficult in our culture and our world today, even with you and me, I'm sure there's ladies who look at us and say, I want to do it the way Kristen does it, or I want to do it the way Lauren does it. But that's not how God has called you, right? God put us individually to be moms the way he's desired us to be moms and to be leaders the way he's desired us to be leaders. And so we just have to be confident and really clear on who God has created us as Mm -hmm. and go after that. And that means growing, right? And developing, refining our gifts, refining the things that we struggle in because, you know, there are always going to be things in motherhood Mm -hmm. and in ministry that we don't enjoy doing, but we have to do. Yeah. Um, But also just being okay 
with not having the Pinterest home or the perfect pictures or the perfect kids. We all know, regardless of how many stories you hear, our kids are going to act up or Mm -hmm. they're going to do something that's making a bad choice or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be okay. Like, okay, I'm doing the best that God has made me to do. And I'm learning and growing as I go through that. And I'm helping my kids learn and grow. And while I'm doing that, I'm making an impact on the kingdom. And my kids are seeing that in my life. And so I'm not getting resentful with being home because I'm leaving that passion or that desire behind. But then also I'm not getting resentful with the ministry God has given me and I'm neglecting my kids in my home because God has given that as a responsibility for me and desires me to be that mom that God has called me to be. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think you do such a great job of helping women, moms walk through what that looks like for each person. Because I was in Lauren's course at the beginning, well, not the beginning of the year, in the fall of last year. And, um, we walked through, was it four months long? Is it four months long? I can't remember, but it felt so, even though there was a group of women, it felt like you honed in on everybody's own situation and called out like, well, you're different and your story is different. Your ministry is going to be different. And how do you do that well within your own giftings and your own calling and your own uh, flavor and all of that. And, and I think you do well coaching in challenging. Um, like for me, it was the, I don't like structure. (laughs) (laughs) I do, but I don't. And, um, like you challenging me to like think ahead and which has been a game changer in my own, in, in the podcast and, and teaching and courses and all of those things. So, I think you do that well, just um, coaching moms through what does that look like for their own family and their own unique calling. So absolutely. Okay, so we should hit on because what if they don't know what their calling is? What if they're in the middle of motherhood and they are like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to be doing more? Am I not supposed to be doing more? Am I supposed to be just home? How would you coach a mom that's in that situation? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one, this is one of my favorite things to do because I think that we get so stuck in our brains and our circumstances mm-hmm. and even what makes sense on paper or what other people have told us would work and all these things that we we box in what God wants to do in our lives. And, yeah. and I think some of the biggest uh, markers to what is God calling you to do in your life is for number one, for you to pay attention to your stressors. Yeah. And number two, for you to pay attention to your emotions. So what does that mean? If there are areas of your life that just cause you overwhelming stress or anxiety, um, some of the things for me was just like housework. Like I am just not a domestic person. And so (laughs) keeping up with the laundry and the dishes and making sure my house was actually clean. And I can't tell you when I ever dusted my baseboards (laughs) or any of this, right? Like that just was not that, you know, any of those things. And I invested so much money and time in trying to like take people's plans, like cleaning plans and schedules and routines and putting it in my own life. And it just didn't work because that wasn't who I was. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, there was this quick, convenient answer of, you know, figuring out the system, the 12 step process to become a more domestic Lauren. Right. (laughs) 
and it just didn't work. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't work in it because it wasn't who God created me to be. And so that was an overwhelming stressor for me all the time. Yeah, I would push it off and avoid it because I didn't like to do it. And so then it would get even more overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be thinking about it all the time. It would keep me from focusing energy in other places. Maybe there's stressors like even taking kids to school and home from school and getting them in and out the door. Maybe there are stressors in your life when it comes to signing new clients in your business or even feeling like the tasks that you're doing in your business are not things that give you joy or life. So looking at what is it that causes you stress over and over again in your life? Mm. What are the things um, that you have to do with that? I know for you, one of those was like, making sure that I had the most Holy Spirit driven on point <laughs> message for my podcast. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, giving this time frame for God to be able to do that. Hopefully that's okay. That I'm oh sharing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, to be able to do that and recognizing, Hey, there's a way that we can plan this out and still give the Holy Spirit room to be creative in there. Yeah. But that pointed to you that part of your calling was to make this impact through speaking to other moms, because right. that was a stressor in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a stressor in your life, taking kids to and from school, Maybe God is calling you to consider homeschooling your kids Mm -hmm. or an alternative option or a charter school where you only go a couple days a week or whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that necessarily is the answer. Okay. I don't love taking my kids to and from school either, Mm -hmm. but recognizing, Hey, is it getting worse? Is it getting better? Is there seasons when these things become less stressful and more stressful? What does that look like? So that is a really good thing to point down. Journal, write down the things that cause you stress. Ask God to give you clarity about it. Mm -hmm. Number two, your emotions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I talk with women all the time and all of a sudden they'll start sharing something they're passionate about and they'll start crying. They're like, I don't know why I'm crying. (laughs) Yes, I know why you're crying. Because God has given you that passion. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we have those passions and those drives inside of us, we think, well, everybody just feels that same way because it comes so naturally to us, but they don't. I promise you, like, (laughs) I don't have the same passions as other people. And so if you start having conversations with people and say, hey, do you get really emotional and worked up when you talk about this? (laughs) You're going to recognize they probably don't. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody dreams of living in a tiny house and traveling across the country with their six kids. Not everybody dreams of, you know, all these different things that you could dream about or be passionate about. And you just think it's second nature Mm -hmm. or what everybody else has, but it's not, it's something unique that God has put on you. And so as women, we are emotional beings and those emotions come from the Lord. Now, don't get me started on the enemy, you know, (laughs) getting into those emotions, totally true. And you all know it, right? But when we can recognize that there's things that we just dream about or think about or have heartaches about or come up in our conversations all the time, or we get really like lit up and excited when we're talking about it. That's how we can begin to recognize what is it that we are passionate about? What are we created for? Because God gives you those passions uniquely. Now, sometimes those passions don't always align with your current reality. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so then it's like surrendering to God and saying, okay, God, what's the next step for me? Because a lot of times we think, well, I'm not going to make any drastic moves until I have this clear picture Mm -hmm. from God of what that's supposed to be. But God, it does not work that way. He doesn't give us a clear picture when like all of a sudden it's ready in time. No, he wants us to trust him and be living in surrender and obedience. And so when we begin to make moves towards those things, so even, hey, I'm passionate about, um, for you, the social justice issue of human trafficking, right? Mm -hmm. What do I do with this? Well, get out there and find out if there's anybody in your community that's doing anything about it. Find out if there's any organizations online that you can partner with. 
do some research, just even doing that and beginning to talk about it and have conversations with people, you will be amazed by the doors that God can open. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, and when you begin to take action, all of a sudden, it's so beautiful how God brings all these things together Mm -hmm. that you thought could never, ever come together. And I've seen it happen so many times in so many women's lives. And it's happened in my own. I didn't know this online business world that I could have a ministry and even existed, right? As I was doing vocational ministry and I got into an online business just to make ends meet and be flexible for my family. Then all of a sudden I'm like, man, God, I can minister in a way I never could in the four walls of a church, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and experiencing that because he just sees things different than we do. Yeah. And he's never going to give us that picture because we will mess it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you, but yeah. if God says, this is where I'm pointing you. Well, guess what, God? I know a faster way to get there or a shortcut because I'm so much smarter than you, right? Like that's just how my brain works. And so I'll try to skip over all of these things God wants me to walk through in order to have the right trust, the Mm -hmm. right faith, the right obedience, even go through the right failures or development that God Mm -hmm. has called me to, to refine me as a person he wants me to be in order to have that impact that he desires for me to have. Yeah. That process is so crucial. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Well, okay. So how, like what you mentioned a little bit going back to just practical everyday intentional living as a mom, one of my favorite things that you talk about in your podcast and in your Facebook group, you talked about your mornings and your evenings being really intentional can you share that with our moms today of just what that little snippet could look like in setting the tone? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, you know, it's a lot about this whole idea of stewardship, right? Even your first fruits. So when you look at your time in your day, if we're giving our first fruits to the Lord to really center ourselves, because number one, we are not mom, mm-hmm. right? Number one, we're not wife. Number one, we're not business owner or ministry leader. Number one, we're a daughter of the king. And so if we were to start out our day centering ourselves, reminding ourselves who's who's we are, right? right? And who wants to speak into our life and giving that an opportunity, it really sets the tone. Um, but being able to, especially when your kids are young, mm-hmm. we all know that mornings just get so rushed. Yes. And I don't know a single mom who loves to wake up to a screaming kid <laughs> right. or chaos in your kitchen or a messy house or whatever that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on the age of your kids. It's just not a great way to start yourself and our human nature so quickly out of sleep can get to the point where, man, we just start off grumpy with mm-hmm. a short fuse and a temper and angry and all these things. And that spreads, right? Mm-hmm. It spreads to our kids. It spreads to the rest of our day, those kind of things. And so if we set out with intentions of starting out our morning just a little bit earlier, and I know you don't have to get up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. like all these gurus mm-hmm. say, you know, for these things, but even starting a half hour earlier Amen. and giving yourself time to just sit in silence to, to journal, to think about your thoughts. And sometimes that might be your kids wake up early. Well, I'm going to turn on the TV for them and put them in the pack and play or get, have the breakfast ready when they walk out so that I can just start my, my morning off Yes, being centered in God, being centered in myself, but then also getting yourself ready. Mm-hmm. You know, our, the way that we look, the clothes that we're wearing, the environment that we have, are all things that are going to affect our attitude and our moods and our mothering and our leadership and all those things, right? You don't need me to go on and on about that because we all know. 
So if we get ourselves ready and we get dressed or we've exercised or whatever that looks like, then we feel like we can be more productive, more focused, mm-hmm. get stuff done with the day. And so, I mean, it can look different for every person. And that's the the whole thing with this process. It's not a five-step plan yes. to everybody, but I really like to, if I'm going to be exercising that day, exercising early in the morning. I like to have my Bible reading time and my prayer time with the Lord before I do that. I like to get ready before I have to get the kids ready or Mm -hmm. I'm dropping them off at school looking like a hot mess, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For all of those things. But then when it comes to your evening, your evening is really going to be a snapshot of what your morning is going to look like. So if we go to bed and don't prepare anything for our morning, Mm -hmm. we don't have our clothes laid out, we don't tidy up the house, like we're going to come out of bed early in the morning. Even if we get up early, we're going to see that it's a mess. We're going to be stressed about that, not focusing on what God has for us, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to tidy up and doing all these things and feeling behind already. We've all been there before, right? Mm -hmm. We feel like we got got up early, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how I lost all this time I got up early for because I'm still running behind on all these things because we didn't prepare the night before. And so preparing the night before is one of the most crucial steps when it comes to having a good morning routine is having an evening routine, knowing what your day is going to look like like preparing for whatever appointments or meetings or school things or whatever you have going on the next day. For me, pulling out the frozen meat for the meal the next day, like that was my number one. (laughs) I like would go get fast food or order food out or whatever, because I was like, oh, I don't have anything to cook. All the meat's frozen, (laughs) right? So pulling that out the night before, laying out my exercise clothes. So it doesn't take me 20 minutes in the groggy morning to like Mm -hmm. put on my clothes or I don't go with like backwards clothes to my class or whatever that looks yes. like tidying up because I know I won't be able to focus on the Lord if mm-hmm. there's toys all over my living room when I go out there the next morning, yeah. those kind of things, preparing for the morning routine, getting to bed early. Mm-hmm. That is one of my biggest struggles still to, to this day because mm-hmm. my husband is a night owl. And so I struggle with wanting to stay up with him yeah. because it's like our time to connect and going to bed early, but I know if I stay up too late, like if I get past this marker of like 1030, uh-huh. I'm just like gone for it. It's like the next morning, I'm just a mess and uh-huh. it just doesn't work out. Yeah. But you know what? That helps us learn and grow and refine and develop and uh, keep getting better at that. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. And I would say to all of that, like there's grace too. There are days where like, I feel like I have to just let the few pans sit in the sink overnight and like, I just can't do anymore. (laughs) So there's like the grace of, yes, this is so helpful. And like, we get it. Like if you have a newborn, don't even like, don't just do what you're supposed to do one step in front of the other. And yeah, that's so good. I love it. I love the intentional Um, planning out the next day. It's so helpful, especially like looking at your calendar and being like, okay, this is what's going on. I need to prep for this. And you've talked about that in your podcast of, you know, sitting, it's either in your podcast or in your Facebook group where you were, you talked about sitting and, you know, with your clients preparing and praying over them beforehand. So you're not like jumping on the call and like, what's going on and not setting the tone. Um, so I, you do that so well. All right. So what, what ways can, um, a mom who's in any stage of their momhood connect with their God size, God size dreams and begin to step in it? Like what, what are some practical ways 
they can start this journey if they're just beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number one, I think the very first thing is to tell someone about it. Mm. So yeah. many women keep these dreams almost as like fantasies, right? In mm. the back of our head that we're not going to tell people about it. We're not going to proclaim yes. it. We're not going to believe for it because it just doesn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. Get the courage and get a good friend, your spouse, somebody that you can just say, hey, I feel like God has put it on my heart to write a book. Mm-hmm. I feel like God has put it on my heart to be a foster mom. I feel like God has put it on my heart to uh, lead a small group or whatever it is that God has put in your heart, no matter how small or big or impossible it feels, even if it's, man, God's put it on my heart to like go move closer to the ocean, Yes, you know, because that's that's on my heart. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, there's these things where we think like it's not spiritual enough or Mm. it's not um, selfish enough or all these things. And yes, there are dreams and desires God gives us in our hearts that sometimes are just for us, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we can't use it to bless other people Absolutely. and we can't use it to glorify God. And so tell somebody about it, speak about it. The second thing is let yourself get curious, mm-hmm. really dive into it. You know, even if it, I was reading this book called Dream Big by Bob Goff. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've read it before. Yeah. But he talks about his son wants to like tell the president that he's sick. And so he dials up the number for the White House and some lady answers the phone and he talks and he's like, I know we were never going to reach the president, but it was this idea as my son got to hear, hey, we're actually talking to the White House. This lady (laughs) on the phone at the White House felt bad for me and was asking me about my sickness and all these things. And it seems like so simple and trivial, but a lot of times we sit on our dreams and we don't allow ourselves the curiosity to explore them, you know, to research them, to imagine what it would feel like to live out those dreams. And so I think God has put those in your heart for a reason. And I don't believe every dream that we have or vision we have is made to come to fruition in our lifetime. Sometimes those dreams just lead us somewhere, Mm -hmm. but we sit on them and we don't do anything about them. It's never going to lead us to where God wants us to be closer into the life he has for us. And so tell somebody about it, do some research, start looking into it, dive into it, find somebody else who's done Mm -hmm. similar to what you feel like you want to do and have conversations about them with it. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, God's going to begin to open up doors. And then the last thing I would say is just create a daily discipline or habit that leads you towards there. It could look like anything. I threw out the example of writing a book. Just start the habit of journaling every day then. Writing down for five or 10 minutes. It doesn't even matter. You don't have to say, well, I have to write this chapter or know what my book is. No, (laughs) just write down something that God's done in your life, a story that you had during the day about your kids, something that God put on your heart, whatever it is, just write. Just start writing every single day because then... When God starts to put together all the pieces and he's given you the revelation of, man, this is the book I want to write. All of a sudden you have like a manifesto mm. of things already written and you've created that habit, that discipline of writing. So it's not going to be such a large jump to start writing this book because yeah. you're already in that process. And so you want to start a ministry or you want to start a missions work then just start moving towards it. Tell Mm -hmm. people about it. Start serving in a certain area. Start giving money towards it. Mm -hmm. Whatever that looks like and create that natural habit and routine in your own life in order to start seeing you walk towards it. Mm -hmm. And maybe God will shift that. Maybe he will enlighten you and show you a way that it brings into your current reality. Maybe your business will become an income source for the ministry that you desire to have. Whatever that looks like, 
God's ways are just so incredible. And it amazes me every time I talk through every lady who feels so stuck and like they've hit walls and I just don't feel like I'm getting anywhere on this. When they start to surrender and just start acting towards it, God just changes things in ways we never thought were possible or we could manufacture. And I know you've probably heard many of those stories too in your own life. Uh, where all of a sudden realities and worlds open up that you didn't know existed. It's so wild. That is so good like that. Yes, absolutely. I love that advice. I think for so many moms, it's hard to speak those out. And once you do, it's, it is, I mean, those of you who've listened to my podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I love talking about our words are powerful and to share that with somebody, even if, if it's scary, even if it feels audacious. I mean, I have so many audacious dreams. It's <laughs> so uncomfortable. Like physically, it makes me like, <laughs> and to look back at, like, I have a journal right back here that is full of dreams that I wrote like five years ago. And I was just flipping through it the other day. And I was like, holy moly, how cool is that? That like I could check off at least half of them of like, that's happened, that's happened. And I couldn't um, agree more that permission to dream. I mean, that was one of my webinars that I've done is, yes, go there, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it feels scary, Mm -hmm. even if it doesn't feel like it's now, it's later. Um, And you are such a great coach and inspiring others to, to do just that and pulling it all together. Because I know when we first met on our clarity call, I remember being like, well, there's like this and there's this and there's this. And you're like, well, what if it's like, I'll try it. Like it's all together. <laughs> and I was like, what? My mind is blown. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I encourage you guys, if you need help with clarifying your call, with um, just how to take action steps in your big God-sized dreams, I encourage you to reach out to Lauren. We'll put a link down below. And also she has a Facebook group that you can be a part of, the Ministry and Motherhood Facebook group. And of course, her podcast, Ministry and Motherhood, is so good, so full of great gems. So um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much. It was fun. Yeah. All right. Ladies, go get it. Go go dream big and dive into those dreams. All right. We love you. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. As always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.